0: We'd like to welcome you to our current event and weekly Bible study for October 21st, 2018. And today, just going to start us off with some Bible verses, and uh, then we'll get into the main part of the study. We're going to be looking at what's going on with this migrant illegal alien potential invasion uh, coming at the United States from the South, and the agenda behind that. And we're also going to be taking an extensive look at the radiation from Fukushima and other places in America where radiation could be coming from because it's very vital, important information that we need to know regarding that particular situation. I've been kind of preparing that study for a long time. It's kind of long overdue. And it's information that literally is impacting us and uh, could more greatly be impacting us in the very near future. So the Bible verses, just to start off, uh, Romans 9, 17 through 24. Uh, For the scripture saith unto Pharaoh, even for the same purpose have I raised thee up, that I might show my power in thee, and that my name might be declared throughout all the earth. And he's talking about the Pharaoh in Egypt, the the Pharaohs whose heart was hardened. Even though God sent all these plagues on Pharaoh, God hardened his heart and he just became more and more rebellious in that therefore he meaning god therefore hath he mercy on whom he will have mercy and whom he and whom he will he hardeneth meaning he hardened pharaoh's heart and that's god's business it's it's you know pharaoh was already i mean when you're in that position you're a pagan pharaoh you're totally full of pride you know, that there—that was uh, somebody that was probably very, very easy to harden his heart because uh, he was already so full of pride. And then it goes on to say, Will thou say unto me, Why doth he yet find fault? For who hath resisted his will? Meaning, who have resisted the will of God? Nay, but, O man, who art thou that repliest against God? Shall the thing formed say to him that formed it, Why, why hast thou made me thus? So in other words god created pharaoh the bible says god hath created all things for himself yea even the wicked for the day of evil and that's when it why it says shall the thing formed in this particular case pharaoh say to him that formed it meaning god why hast thou made me thus had not the potter power over the clay and in this particular case the potter is god and the clay is pharaoh of the same lump to make one vessel unto honor And one and another unto dishonor. So Pharaoh was a vessel that God made unto dishonor. What if God, willing to show his wrath and to make his power known, endured with much long suffering the vessels of wrath fitted to destruction? Now that word fitted means to be to be prepared ahead of time. So When you look around and you see all of the wickedness and you see all of the the, the pedophiles that I've got more and more increasingly into that literally occupy really as a matter of course. It is the norm that we have the most evil, wicked, Luciferian pedophiles, pedivores, meaning pedophiles that eat children and drink their blood as a matter of fun. For them and the way that they worship satan when you have that as a matter of it's just the norm that's who rules over humanity right now i'm not saying god is not in control but i'm saying from a secular worldly standpoint who lucifer is prepositioned into power and if you were lucifer who would you put in power would you put um like the most upright people that have morals and no you would you would find the worst of the worst of humanity and put them in the most highest key positions in the Luciferian hierarchy in the Illuminati, the, the 13 families of the Illuminati and then high political office and, and in Hollywood and um, <clears throat> all manner of high political offices worldwide, all manner of places where you can control the fate and the desti- destiny of man and in the Bilderbergers and the trilateral commissions and, and you know, Those types of posts. I'm not saying every single person in every single position like that worldwide is like that. But I'm saying, for the most part, it's getting to the point where it's absolutely more the norm than it is the exception. But these are vessels of wrath fitted, meaning prepared ahead of time for God's destruction. And then the next verse says, And that he might make known the riches of his glory on the vessels of mercy. And if you're a born-again Christian... You're a vessel of God's mercy because it's only by his mercy that any of us were saved. You know, it's not by our might or by our goodness or by our whatever. Um, It's not of works, lest any man should boast. But we're, um, well, I'll just read that again. And that he might make known the riches of his glory on the vessels of mercy, which he hath prepared unto glory which he hath, I'm sorry, which he had afore prepared unto glory, mean beforehand, just like the vessels of wrath are fitted, which means prepared ahead of time for God's destruction. Well, we as born again Christians are also prepared before unto glory. Because why? Because God knows the beginning from the end. Yes, we have free will, but God still knows the beginning from the end. Even, even us whom he hath called, not of the Jews only, but also of the Gentiles. The Bible says, if you be Christ, then you're Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Abraham's seed are the Jews, the father of the Jews. Okay, so like we're on equal footing. The Bible talks about there's neither, in, in basically in the body of Christ, there's neither Jew nor Greek bonder free these types of things so it's not like there's this special status now for you know the jews that they're better than the gentiles or whatever if you be christ then you're abraham's seed we're on equal footing and heirs according to the promise now you don't boast against the jews the bible talks about that in romans you don't boast against the natural branches of the olive tree which are the jews which the bible talks about in romans and and then Because we are like a wild olive tree grafted in, Gentiles, those that are saved. That's how it's referred to, the Gentiles, essentially. A wild olive tree grafted into the true um, olive tree. And then it goes on to say, okay, that was the last verse. Okay, and then just a few more verses here. Romans 8, 6. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. So again, keeping your eyes fixed on the Lord Jesus Christ, not carnally minded is is like of the world, to be constantly focused on the world and worldly entertainment and just the world in general. So this is something we really want to try to guard against. And it's something that, in today's day and age, you have to fight all the time. Because there's so many ways to be carly minded in today's day and age. James 4.14, whereas you know not what shall be on the morrow, for what is your life? It is even a vapor that appears for a little time and, van- and then vanisheth away. So that's something always good to keep in mind because you don't know when it's going to be your last breath. You don't know when's it's going to be your last day. And your life in this world is but a vapor. It's good perspective to always have. First Timothy four one. Now the Spirit, capital S, the Holy Spirit, speaketh expressly that in the latter times, which is what we're in right now, some shall depart from the faith. So we want to guard against this because there's warnings about people departing from the faith in the very times we're living in. Giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils bad doctrine Jesus Christ warned against the doctrine of the Pharisees and the Sadducees he says beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the Sadducees which is their doctrine so we want to we want to be on guard against bad doctrine um, follow the word of God the King James Bible and um, you know if you're being taught things, that are contradictory to that, flee from that. And there's so much bad doctrine now. There's so many, oh, false prophets and false teachers and false ministers and lukewarm 501c3 pastors and these types of things. Um, you got to really be on guard against that today more than any other time in the history of mankind. And, and not to give heed to seducing spirits because they're going to try to seduce you these evil spirits 2 Corinthians 4:18 while we look not at the things which are seen but at the things which are not seen for the things which are seen are temporal meaning they're like of this world they're more of a carnal nature they're 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 here just for this time they're temporal but the things which are not seen are eternal so that's our hope is things of of eternity that are eternal heaven um, and these types of things that's the things we're, we're supposed to look to but that requires faith and faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen and that's why it says here but the things which are not seen are eternal and that's why it requires faith Colossians 2 8, beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of this world, and not after Christ. So that's another warning um, about not being spoiled through philosophy and vain deceit and the traditions of men, which, you know, the Bible says that the traditions of men have made the word of God of none effect. So where where do you see a great example of that? The Catholic Church. You know, they're absolutely a pagan institution, totally with just the traditions of, of men and idolatry everywhere you look. And yet the people in I just read some some posts today of of people in different forums and their Catholics posting. And um, they are so arrogant and proud and and um you know, they, they've literally, they're ruled by a, a whole priesthood of pedophile, probably pedivoric priests that, you know, hide behind this this priest collar and their their robes and all of the splendor and grandeur, all their grandiose garbage that they flow in. And inwardly, they're absolute ravening wolves. They're, so many of them are pedophiles. I mean, the the head of the church, the Pope, is a pedophile pedophile and pedivore for multiple accounts of him eating babies and drinking their blood. Multiple, from different sources. I mean, it's not even... I mean, anybody that gets in that position in the Catholic Church, you've got to be the worst of the worst, just like in high political office. I saw a thing on Kenneth Copeland, who I've seen multiple accounts of of him, you know, being a Satanist, and, and I've done... Things of this. I mean, the guy's got his own airport. He's got a fleet of jets. He's a billionaire, and he brags about it to his congregants, and and they clap and clap and clap when when he talks about how he's you know he he's been he's been he's been, he's been walking in that um as he say anointing or something for a long time the billionaire thing. Now he said that years ago. I mean, that man couldn't look any more even if he tried. You know. These are people that, you know, increasingly are being more and more exposed about their, that they're Luciferians, they're Satanists, they're pedophiles, and these types of people. And I believe God's letting that be revealed for this time, for that reason. And, and But yet they're leading masses and masses of people. I'm not saying all the Christians that follow them are, are going to hell, but... Um, it's very sobering that you've got millions of people following these people and they're not really getting the memo from god that they're following a literal luciferian a pedophile or pedivore i've heard some stuff recently um about what they were doing underneath oral roberts university in a video That that's pretty well known as I mean, it's, 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 it's incomprehensible. It's exactly what the high level politicians like Hillary Clinton and these types of people do where they eat children and they torture them and they sacrifice them in Luciferian ceremonies. So it's, it's just very sobering, the whole thing. Um, I'm going to play just about four, I don't know, it's about three or four minutes of this one video um that kind of uh it's just some good things to hear regarding this whole subject
1: can you not hear what my spirit is speaking to you in this late hour my people i wish that none would perish and in my mercy i warn and i chasten and yearn for you to come to me and listen to all i have been saying to you But it appears very few are truly repenting and surrendering their hearts and lives to Me. Oh, but if you could only see the fate of those whose lives have already been lived here on earth and who have passed into eternity, refusing to accept Me and the truth of Who I am! If you could only hear their cries, their desperation, as they beg, for only one moment in my presence, just one precious moment, so they could repent and change their destinies. If you could only experience their agony, even for the briefest of seconds, as this is all you could bear, as they dwell in utter darkness, being completely absent from my presence and my sight. Such despair and hopelessness that cannot be described in your terms is what these are experiencing, all because of free will and choice. I have taught you that I will never leave you or forsake anyone who desires me. It is the soul's choice to refuse my free gift and consequently accept this horrendous and unimaginable fate. I never speak words to you to cause fear, but always to prick your hearts and convict you of how a lifetime of willful sin and unrepentance will ultimately lead to spiritual death. I can't be any more clear about eternity. Just as you could not fathom that I do not have a beginning, You cannot fathom what eternity means in total darkness, away from your Creator, the only One who truly knows you and loves you unconditionally. The hourglass empties rapidly, and you may not have this life by tomorrow. Come now to me. Quickly, my people. Yahushua. In closing, I would like to say that if you have not given your life to Yahushua...
0: Jesus Christ, okay, is who we're in reference to here, obviously.
1: Jesus Christ, the Messiah. You need to do so today. If you would like to have a relationship with Jesus, Yahushua, call upon him today and he will answer you he is always there ask forgiveness for your sins repent and turn to him and you will be saved
0: so um if you want to know more about that you can either go to my website at com and just click on the True Salvation tab. It's up at the very top, I think more toward the right. And, you know, I walk you through that. I mean, I I think it's one of the most complete salvation teachings, you know, that I've ever seen. I mean, I tried to (laughs) cover, like, every verse you could cover. And then the things that happen after salvation. And I'm not saying any of this because I think I'm Mr. Pure, Mr. Upright, and I'm, you know, whatever. But I just don't... um, Ultimately our, our main goal as Christians should be to see as many people getting saved as possible. And to be and to see that, you know, Father God and Jesus Christ be glorified uh, through through our lives um, that He's given us to live. So that's that's my goal and, and ultimately the most important um, <clears throat> goal of contendingfortruth.com is that. Because at the end of the day, I can sit here and warn you and do all this stuff, and and if that's all I ever did, and I never ever emphasize salvation, what good have I really done you? And there's there's a lot of websites. Let's say just a secular website, on for instance, that just warns people, and they're doing good stuff. They're they're warning people, and they're let's say they're they're getting into a lot of the same subjects I get into, okay, or other watchman get into um i'm not saying that's bad but ultimately you could be the most prepared uh, up to date type of inf- uh, person on all of the stuff that's going down worldwide and and have you know all of your preps and, and every single base covered and then die and go straight to hell because You haven't accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You know, what good has that? I'm not even gonna say ministry, but or like secular, or let's say it is, let's say it is a ministry. But yet they never really emphasized that. It was, it was always about it was always man-centered. It's, it's really to be carnally minded in a, in a way where it talks it warns about in the Bible. I mean, to be carnally minded is you know, the things of this world. How am I going to save my own skin? Now, the Bible also does say the prudent man foreseeth the evil and hideth himself. And the simple pass on and are punished. And if you provide not for your own house, you, you're especially a man. You're worse than an infidel and have denied the faith and these types of things. So there's a happy medium that needs to be struck as well. Um, but I think part of it is, um, as you feel so led prepping, sure, absolutely. And I've gotten into all those verses before where you can use that. But I also think the more, most important thing is being spiritually prepared, um, regarding the Lord Jesus Christ, regarding father God and being right with God. Um, so that when the winds come and the waves come, Your house is built on the solid rock of christ jesus and you're not going to be moved but those that built their house on sand which would just be for instance like if you build your house on sand it's not the solid rock of christ jesus your your sand would be i guess a great extreme example would just be the type of um I mean, think just not even ministry, but website that would warn you about all the same things that I'm warning you about. But let let's say you just remove God from the equation. Now, there's a lot of websites out there like that, or even ministries that really don't emphasize God very much or Jesus Christ. They just don't emphasize it. It's it's more man-centered. It's more what can we do? What what can you know? And this is why I've been trying to increasingly more emphasize prayer regarding. The things that we're facing in fasting, in deliverance, in spiritual warfare. Um, if you've seen since the start of the year, I've, I've been more emphasizing those things at a higher level. Um, I think than I have in the past. Because that's what's really important. And so, anyway, let's, um, let's continue with the teaching here. And the... I just I I just saw this. This was up on Drudge, and kind of a last minute thing I threw in here, and it's entitled "The Halloween Movie," conjures up second best October debut with seventy seven million. So this is the remake. Well, I'll just I'll just read this: the Miramax Bloomhouse Halloween movie at seventy seven point five million. After a $27.2 million Saturday, evidently made that much money, $77.5 million, um, is the second best opening ever for the month of October behind Sony's Venom, which sounds like another neat movie. As we've known since Thursday night, Halloween is the best domestic opening ever for John Carpenter. Guy writes horse stuff. 40-year-old franchise. The film, set 40 years after the original Halloween, Surpa- i mean i remember when that came out when i was a kid you know i mean I was little because I'm 49 now and this is it's been 40 years so i guess I would have been about nine years old um surpassed the nun as fandango's best biggest horror preseller of the year I in a first weekend box office haul of up to 100 million. They're saying that by the end of the weekend it could be that. Um, Halloween is being released at a time when the horror genre, always a moneymaker, is raking in an even bigger blockbuster uh, grosses with releases of films like Get Out and A Quiet Place. In 2017, horror movies made up $1 billion at the U.S. box office alone. Um, that's considerable up since 2014 when horror films raked in 255 million so man it's went up just about four times what horror movies are doing right now have went up as far as what they're making has went up like four times since 2014. now what does that tell you about our culture The, this is something you don't want to be going and seeing. You don't want to be watching on the internet. You don't want to be watching, period. The Bible says, I will set no wicked thing before my eyes. And you can't get more overtly wicked than horror movies. And I mean, you know, I'm not saying that in, in like a judgmental way because like, you know, there was a time, especially growing up, that, that you know, that was one of my favorite things. <clears throat> but, If you go, and I've I've said this before, after I got saved, I would go up into like satanic chat rooms and just see what they're talking about. You know, just kind of like see, and I wouldn't say anything. I just kind of was observing what other Satanists were saying. And it was a very, very common theme for the Satanists that they would openly admit that when they first got interested in the occult or when they first felt like they got kind of like demon infested, was when they watched like such and such horror movie and it was literally like they felt like something followed them home when they watched it and they were and they were changed after that and it got them into the occult so it's a really big deal for a lot of people it's it's like the um, it's like the the nail in, the final nail in the satanic coffin for a lot of people it's what and i'm not saying god can't free them from that but it's what gets a lot of people into the really really dark stuff. And this is not something we want to be going and watching and and, and you look at the money that horror films are making since just 2014. Okay. From to to, to now. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, to 2017 it was more than a billion. Okay, so who knows what it'll be for 2018. So just three years after 2014, it had went up four times. And it, it's a great example of looking at the darkness that people are craving, the, the satanic darkness that people are craving when you see Americans. I mean, it's, it's, it's objective. It's not like, subject. well, it's kind of my opinion. No, it's objective. You can put it in dollars and cents. In just three years after 2014, Americans were spending. Now I'm assuming this is just for America. Americans were spending four times that amount of money on seen horror movies, and that was last year. Who knows what it'll be this year? And right now we're right on the cusp of Halloween, which is the most wicked time, wicked most high satanic ho- holiday, holiday, holy day which is what they consider. It's, it's, also, it's called Samhain by the occultists where human sacrifice is, is um, required like many of the other holy days that Americans celebrate like Christmas, human sacrifice required, like Ishtar, Easter, human sacrifice required. Not it doesn't have anything to do with the birth of Christ. Yes, was the birth of Christ around that time? Yes. But the date of Ishtar or Easter varies. It can vary by almost a month. Because it has to be determined through um the zodiac. That's why the date switches every year for Easter. If it was the it was if it was the date of the resurrection of Jesus Christ, it'd be the same day every year, right? No, it's not. It varies by up to almost a month. It's determined, I think it's like the second. Sunday after Ostara, which is another occult holiday. So that's, Easter is so easily provable. And, and our occult holiday, which I've done tons of teachings, just key in occult calendar in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. I've done several studies on the occult calendar. The, the Catholic Church amalgamated the pagan holidays into our system and made them more mainstream and christianized a lot of them and that started all the way back in 318 when you know the catholic church was first formed it did not happen right away i think it took a couple hundred years for that to fully kick in but um i I would have to say halloween though has got to be the worst and right now we're in that time that that um of where they're gathering the sacrifices i think they said it starts like 18 days out human and animal um, this is a very, very big Halloween. This could be probably the biggest of any of our lifetimes as far as the significance of this. Because we're right on the cusp of a lot of different things now, I really believe, with this midterms. And, you know, there's there's a lot of people out there that are saying that, um, like in the Q movement and other people, some prophets... They say the prophets, things of this nature. I'm not going to endorse either way. But um, they're saying that, you know, we're going to have the military tribunals and, um, yeah, it could be kind of a rough ride. But we're going to have this time of great prosperity and we're, um, Trump's going to take back America and all this. I mean, you know, I'll believe it when I see it. Um, I don't see a lot of Bible for it. But, you know, there's there's a lot of different varying opinions, I guess is the point I'm trying to make, about what is coming in the next, oh, really, I, I guess you'd say month or so, next three weeks. Because I, I can't, I don't think that. With the midterms, you can say, okay, if they lose the House and the Senate, we can just say, okay, well, then it's over. No, that's when they're going to actually... There's two theories of thought on this. The reason they haven't started and totally overturned the poker table, like I've been talking about in recent teachings, is because they're waiting to see if they're going to win the House and the Senate. Now, if they think they, if they get closer, and now we're, we're, I don't know, what are we, like 15 days out or something right now? We're very, very close here. I mean... It's, it's this big, big countdown now. Um, judge report, you know, you look at them, and that's like the main thing. But we're right on the cusp either way of things going very, very terribly bad, or let's say if what a lot of the people in um, Christianity are saying and in the Q movement and things of this nature, if what they're saying is going to happen that we're gonna have this big turnaround the bad guys are all going to go to jail and things are going to be rosy and again i don't see a lot of bible for that scenario um i hope they're right i mean i'm not i'm not rooting against them but you know yeah it's 15 days it's it's as though um they're saying trump approval jumps ahead um And now we have this big caravan marching toward us. And how that all fits into everything. And that's what we're going to be talking about here. So a lot to pray about. Definitely a lot to pray about. But going back to this thing with the horror movie. When you've got this much energy and this much money being put into this. Just like, um, and, and you've got people just spending Four times the amount on horror movies. And that's just at the box office. I don't know how that relates to um, like online and things of this nature or people buying DVDs and things of that nature. But that's not a good sign. That's not a sign that America is repenting. I don't understand how God can bless a nation that's quadrupling the money that's being spent on horror movies just from and that was from last year to 2014 and who knows what it'll be this year i don't see how that's possible you you understand what i'm saying so i again i think we're gonna know quite clearly in the next month what what direction this country is actually going to be moving My teaching on the Halloween, Human Sacrifice, Stonehenge, and the Wicker Man, Part 1 and 2. Now, this is from 2007. I give you links to it here. Or you can just key in Halloween in the keyword search box at continuefortruth.com. I'll just read you the table, like, what the description is. In this teaching, we'll be taking an extensive, shocking look at virtually all the Halloween traditions modern-day humanity currently embraces. Halloween is not just innocent entertainment. Its symbols and practices breathe new life into the dark rituals and symbolizes, and in, in symbols of past civilizations. Satan's main strategy has always been to tempt people to love what God hates, prompt them to pursue this enticing path, and deceive them into thinking that this is new way is just as good. And again, this is, I mean, this is a, a great example of being carnally minded. You know, going to watch horror movies i mean Hollywood in general you know for the most part i'm not saying there's there's you know every single movie is evil and, and all the stuff but i mean just in general Hollywood has a very evil agenda and it's sure not to get you any closer to god god's warning in proverbs fourteen twelve is as relevant now um as it is when in king solomon's days um there is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Okay. So it seems right, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Most people follow the masses, and the masses follow the media, especially when it promotes thrills and adventures that feed the lust for forbidden thrills. The occult has always focused on gory images of violence, death, and destruction. And again, I, the Bible says, I will set no wicked thing before my eyes. So... It's impossible to do do that watching horror movies or blood and guts movies, that type of stuff, you know, with, you know, violence and murder as their central theme especially. The occult has always focused on gory images of violence, death and destruction. We see it in today's media, music movies as people become desensitized to occult violence, which is another big reason why they put this out. And horror, the images in popular entertainment grow increasingly and indestructibly evil. Uh, Yeah, this is old news. Thousands of years ago, God warned us, all those that hate me love death. Proverbs 8.36. So when you go to a horror movie and you're watching it and somebody dies and you're like liking that, like that whole thrill you're getting from watching them die, okay, you're loving death. Okay, and the Bible says in Proverbs 8.36, all those that hate me love death. So, you know, just something that we really want to stay away from and repent of if we're, you know, if we're doing this. Um, Now, getting into the main part of the study, and I want to cover this because I have been covering this subject a lot in what's going on in Europe. And going on the one of the main goals of the new world order and this is really really coming to clear focus in the last i don't know 10 years is the absolute total eradication of the white races in europe in canada and in the um america okay now it's not my imagination it's a very 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 easy to see that that's what they're doing um in south africa i mean south africa is really ground zero they're trying to disarm all the whites there now they've already killed so many of the farmers and they're going to eventually be just coming after them wholesale slaughter and the mainstream media loves it and um will not report on the true evil that's going on there but will only give the side of um the the one side that's against the whites now again this isn't because i mean if i was a black person i'd be reporting on this because any race they're trying to exterminate is wrong, period. And I've said before, and we've proven in a lot of the past studies, that one of the main forces behind this are the Zionistic synagogue of Satan, Jews. And I'm not talking about all Jews. I'm not condemning the Jewish race. I'm saying synagogue of Satan, which the Bible talks about in Revelation. They call themselves Jews, but the synagogue of Satan, they, um, you know, they hate Jesus Christ. They um, vehemently believe that the only way, and I've given you the the quotes from the rabbis. They vehemently believe that the white race has to be the white race and and Christianity has to be exterminated in order for their Messiah to come, and that's the Antichrist. That's what they believe, and this is why they're trying so hard to kill the white races. If if they believed it was the black races had to be exterminated in order for their messiah to come, which they've done a good job at that too. I mean, the Illuminati, and I'm not going to just blame it all on on the Jews. It's a big concerted satanic group effort. You've got evil people in Catholic, you know, high level of Catholicism. You got evil people in in uh, the highest levels of all the main cults on the planet, Islam and the Buddhists and the Hindus and the, the ones at the very, very top, you know. But if they believed that they had to exterminate the, the black races in order for their Messiah to come, there would be a much, much higher push to do that. But they're actually bringing in the Muslims and uh, people from third world countries into these white areas, predominantly white areas, to ultimately kill them off. And to collapse those countries to create an ultra-slave class and an ultra-rich. And the United States is really the last domino that has to fall before that all happens. And I've said that many times. Europe's pretty much, I hate to say this, but it's pretty much a done deal. Yes, I I do see them fighting back to a certain extent. But when you let a problem get that bad, there comes a point of no return. And um, if you've been following like Tommy Robinson, I just heard a little bit of his his interview. I mean, you know, it's it's just incomprehensible what's going on in Europe right now. So this um, just came out today. UN sponsored illegal alien invasion force advances toward the U.S. Now, I should say this report did, but this has been ongoing. And here we see a picture, as far as the eye can see, of this um I would say Central American, slash, South American to a certain extent, slash, Islamic because a lot of these are disguised as um, Islam will will blend in with this caravan. And also uh, the troops that are being tra- that have been trained by the UN in Central and South America, I guarantee you that a lot of those troops are embedded in these caravans. And again, it's this fifth column. They're trying to get as many of these people here as quickly as possible to create exactly what's going on in Europe. And Trump appears to be resisting this and they feel as though, and the the one thing I will say about this is that if they wanted to get them here prior to the midterms so that they could have their own built-in voting base and we're going to get into what i mean by that because they're given they're given voter registration they're given voting status as soon as they get here that's what that's what they're actually seeing and we're going to prove that um they started a little bit too late now i don't know whether this is a last ditch attempt to just have one more crisis I don't see how they're going to get them here with 15 days to go to the midterms and get them into a voting booth in 15 days when they've just crossed the Mexican border. And Mexico's a big country. Now, they are trying to find ways to speed this whole process up. So how this all plays out, I don't know. But I feel like I should make my listeners aware of what is actually going on here. Um, a growing throng of Central American invaders resumed their advance towards the U.S. border in southern Mexico on Sunday, overwhelming Mexican government attempts to stop them at the border. Oh yeah, because armed armed Mexican military they have no no way of stopping this you know unarmed group of Central American migrants. Yeah, they've got no way. I'm sure there's no way, especially when they have all these ways of bottlenecking them at bridges and things of this nature. But no, no, they couldn't do it. They're they're incapable of it. Give me a break. There's another... no. Other stories are, are breaking, too. Mexicans give migrants water clothes, rides. Mexican villagers have organized to offer them water, food, clothing. Dozens of Mexicans in pickup trucks have pulled... Um over to let in 10 or even 20 migrants hop in the back guaranteed they are on the take people they're doing this is george soros united nations sponsored absolute invasion of the united states they are um there, there's a lot of things out there saying they're, they're going to lose the midterms i'm not saying that i don't know but if they don't take back the house and senate then with what trump is saying he's going to do and again well that remains to be seen i'll believe it when i see it um if he does do that then um that is going to be a very big blow against the new world order If that happens okay if he honors what he says i'm not saying either way we'll see so they're trying to get as many of these invaders into this country to further collapse the economy, and again, a lot of them are Muslim, and I guarantee a lot of them are these Central American troops that have been trained, that I've documented in recent teachings. They're coming under, in under the cover of this caravan, under stealth. They're trying to get as many of these people on our soil. Not only will it give them a voting demographic, but it will also just be one more way they're going to collapse the economy, just like they're doing in Europe. Okay, One more burden on the Trump administration as well. But George Soros and the United Nations are absolutely funding and sponsoring this. And we're going to prove that. Also, passing freight trucks were quickly boarded by dozens of migrants, and groaning tuk-tuks carried as many as half a dozen. So they're trying to get them to the United States border as quickly as they can. And it's a big group effort. And I don't believe... I mean, Mexico's really doing nothing to stop this. I mean, come on. So we have that. And then... Another story broke. Uh, Big numbers of illegals arriving at Arizona border. Large groups of Central American migrants continue to surrender to Border Patrol agents in Arizona. Authorities have said Friday. And so we have that. Um, So a lot of different things going on right now. Now, I'm gonna probably, I'm gonna go ahead and stop here because I'm gonna play a couple different videos in the next part, and I'm gonna go way over on time if I start them now. So I'm gonna go ahead and stop here. Uh, Part one and we will go to part two next and stay tuned for a short announcement if you'd like to keep us in the game. So God bless you and we will see you in part two.
2: Scott Johnson's 1000 plus audio teachings and PDF documents are available for free 24-7 on the internet at contendingfortruth.com. That's dot com. In addition, we also offer a free Christian current event and health email newsletter. You can sign up at contendingfortruth.com. These email newsletters typically only generate about three to six emails per month if you subscribe to both lists. Please prayerfully help us to continue this work. For mail correspondence or to support this ministry, our mailing address is Scott Johnson, 2359 Highway 70 Southeast, Number 321, Hickory, NC 28602. Or on the internet, a PayPal donation link can be found at ContendingForTruth.com. Thank you, and may the Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you.